Welcome to Ski Cap Hoodie and Shorts, Episode 11, Stories and Recipes, Velvety Harvest Soup. Hey everybody, welcome to Ski Cap Hoodie and Shorts. My name is Ted Samaras and I just wanted to thank you for joining me today. Uh, as always, if you're looking for more information on these podcasts, uh, feel free to uh, reach our website, which is www. .skicaphoodieandshorts.com By now, if you want it, uh, you've been able to have pumpkin pie, apple cider, jumping leaves, and you've probably even felt the blustery wind uh, of autumn blowing in your face. Um, those leaves are changing, and uh, that also has our stomachs craving for some more autumn flavors. So with that, I wanted to talk about a quick, easy, and flexible soup um, that I do from time to time uh, that we can make together, uh, and I like to call it a velvety harvest soup. So why do I like to call this uh, uh, velvety harvest soup versus like a butternut squash soup or a pumpkin soup or something like that? Well, um, you know, just with this podcast and anything we talk about, right, I really want these to become yours. Uh, So I want to give you the flexibility um, to be able to do what you want to with this soup. Uh, This is really more of a uh, thought starter. So that's why I like to call it Harvest. Um, Again, I could have called it butternut squash, acorn squash, pumpkin, um, or any of the other kind of... uh, autumn-type vegetables, but I want to give you a chance to maybe combine the flavors, uh, use what you have access to, uh, either in your pantry, at your local uh, farmer's market, your supermarket, uh, whatever you've got. Um, So again, uh, just like with any other of these recipes, feel free to change it up. Um, And uh, here we go with the recipe. Velvety Harvest Soup. Okay, so today uh, for this soup, we're actually going to start by uh, roasting some autumn harvest vegetables. Um, I'm going to use uh, butternut squash, uh, acorn squash, and uh, some pumpkin too. Uh, if it's fresh, that's great. Uh, you can definitely, you know, cut them open. Uh, be careful when you're handling that knife or uh, machete or axe or whatever you're cutting your vegetables open with. Um, get them cut open and scoop all of the seeds out. Um, and honestly, you're really going to want to save the seeds, um, not so much for this recipe, but for um you know, for just some general roasting, especially those pumpkin seeds, uh, if you want to uh, just kind of, you know, clean them, clean some of the pulp off the seeds, let them dry a little bit, and then you can just stick them in the oven with some salt. And uh, it's a great way to have some like fresh roasted pumpkin seeds instead of picking them up from the uh, convenience store and kind of gives you that extra autumn treat. So you're getting a little bonus uh, when you're coming out of it. Um, but yeah, then they definitely make for, a, you know, a great snack. So once you have your veggies cut and cleaned, uh, you want to get them roasted in an oven or a toaster oven or however else you're going to cook them up. Uh, I would put a drizzle of vegetable oil, uh, canola oil is fine too, uh, just on top and a little salt and pepper to taste. Uh, Remember as always uh, when we're doing these recipes, you want to season the food at each step if possible um, so that this way you're you're layering those flavors. Uh, To make for easier removal for the the skin because I know some of the skin is tough on these... uh, harvest vegetables, I would consider scoring the vegetables um, ahead of time uh, so they separate when uh, when cooked 
right? Again, remember with scoring, you're just trying to cut maybe like, you know, halfway through or just kind of make some slits. Uh, you don't want to cut all the way through the skin if possible because what's going to happen is, is that when these vegetables cook, they may start to leak out of the bottom um, if you uh, cut all the way through the skin. So you, you want to try to avoid that so you don't get that like, uh, you know, burnt vegetable smell in your house um, as, as you're cooking. Um, if you're thinking about using other types of vegetables, uh, you could consider even using like a turnip or some other starchy root vegetable. Um, I know some of you are fans of uh, spaghetti squash like I am. I would avoid that for this recipe though because they tend to be a little more fibrous and um, they have a slightly... Uh, uh, a slightly less starchy texture so spaghetti squash is great if like you're gonna like roast it and you know you use it like its namesake right you can replace your pasta if you're trying to be carb conscious uh, you can also cook it on the side and just kind of scrape a little bit out with a little uh, maybe like butter salt pepper that type of thing uh, but for this recipe I would definitely avoid um, the spaghetti squash uh, I would definitely just stick to like the root kind of squash vegetables um, you know, and um, and then go from there. Uh, if you're also like ever making like a summer soup type of deal, um, spaghetti squash also works there. But I definitely would avoid it uh, for any kind of uh, autumn soup type of deal. So once we get the vegetables roasting, um, it actually uh, all this talk of pumpkins and squash uh, take me back to a couple of different places. Uh, they definitely take me back to the pumpkin picking we used to do with the kids and. Uh, you know, they take me back to, you know, taking a tractor all the way out to the furthest part of the field and uh, picking up the biggest pumpkin. And then um, the kids not wanting to wait for the tractor to come back around and carrying that biggest pumpkin we could find um, all the way back through the fields, whether there was mud or other squash or vines everywhere. Um, so even though it was tiring, maybe at the time, uh, I definitely have uh, fond memories of doing that and all like the anticipation of doing that as well, um, the getting ready to go to the, the, the pumpkin field and how awesome that was. Um, it also takes me back to, um, to another time too, uh, when I was at college, uh, they, my, I think it was like maybe my junior year as a, uh, in college, uh, the dining hall was running a contest uh, to see who could pick the weight of the big pumpkin they would have in the front where you'd go in and you'd have to uh, swipe your meal card. So um, always trying to impress the group of uh, people I was with, my roommates, etc. Um, you know, I needed to go into this big production um, and uh, I was like, all right, you know, if you could picture my dad, I would tell them. And my dad was, uh, you know, he was definitely uh, fit, but he had, um, as many of us do now um, at the age he was at then, uh, a slightly bigger belly. And I'll, I'll leave it at that. Um, but now you may know where I get mine from. Um so, but I was like, if you picture my dad and you, um, you know, pictured him without his limbs or head, and of course this is all metaphorical, right? You would just kind of have the torso area and then you would add a few pounds because in fairness, the pumpkin was definitely more round um, than the stomach was. You'd be able to guess from the pumpkin's thickness. Uh, I'd be able to come up with a number based on the weight he was and go from there. So of course, you know, people are laughing in the front and hopefully it gave the, um, the people who are watching all of us immature college kids swipe their cards, uh, you know, a chuckle too but 
lo and behold, um, with all the uh, shenanigans that went on uh, that time, uh, and that was just to be able to use the word shenanigans, um, I hit the number right on the head in terms of the poundage uh, for the pumpkin. Uh, out of respect to my father, I won't tell you what the weight was, uh, but let's just say I got it uh, exact. So, and that meant I earned a night of free pizza um, for my apartment. Um, which meant not just my apartment mates, but people from upstairs, downstairs, uh, friends, girlfriends, etc., etc., um, all stopping by the apartment to get free food. Because again, in college, uh, free food was good food, um, even if good food wasn't always free. Um, so, of course, I needed to let my dad know the impact uh, that he had on um, the success of his son. Um, and so it was also a good reason, not that there was any of a bad reason to reach out to my dad, um, but it was a good reason to uh, give him a call um, back in Brooklyn. And um, for those of you who aren't aware of it, and I'm not that old, but um, as I realize I am getting older, um, it was worth paying 20 cents a minute uh, to call back. Uh, from New Jersey to New York, something called long distance, which I know for some of you listening, uh, you may have never heard of this before, but you uh, used to actually pay by the minute uh, depending on where you would call. So your local area was free, but if I want to call like North Jersey from Central Jersey, it might be 10 cents a minute. And goodness knows if I wanted to call another state, it would go up to 20 cents. International charges could be like, you know, $5 a minute, $10 a minute. Um, so that was called long distance. But anyway, it was worth making the call, especially because he was going to wind up paying the bill for it anyway. Uh, and like a champ, like he always did, uh, he, you know, he took in the news and he had a mischievous chuckle uh, on the other end of the phone. Um, so yeah, so it was just, it was great. And it, like I said, um, these pumpkin kind of things, um, you know, take me back to those couple of places. So, uh, I'm sure there are connections you have with this season too, but, um, but thank you for letting me go off on that tangent and, uh, let me get focused back on the recipe as our vegetables, uh, uh, should be getting done shortly. Okay. So now back to concentrating just, uh, on the veggies so you can get your soup going. Um, once you have your vegetables roasted, you want to scoop out the flesh and, uh, you know, and, and peel away the skin, right? If you decide to use um, the cut up and skinned butternut squash, I know it's a little more expensive, but it makes life a whole lot easier. Uh, if your market offers that kind of stuff, um, then go for it, right? Uh, if you're using canned pumpkin even, um, that's fine too. Just be careful that when you go to the section and you get that can because you may only go there once a year uh, to get this can of pumpkin – that you get the straight pumpkin where it's only pumpkin pulp, right? Your pumpkin puree. You're not going to get something called pumpkin pie filling because then not only are you going to get all like spices in there and stuff uh, in terms of the autumn spices, which wouldn't be bad, but you're going to get all the sugar that goes with it. So you are getting like um, the straight pumpkin from the can here. All right. And at this point, you want to get your mixture smooth, right? I was going to call this a smooth harvest uh, soup, but velvety just kind of, you know, jumped out a little bit more, felt like I could charge more at a restaurant if I said that. Um, but since all the ingredients have been cooked down, right, um, you could really just uh, throw these in a, in a quick blender uh, to do the trick, right? If you're having trouble getting the, uh, the chunks down uh, to the bottom, because I know sometimes like the mixture might get thick and you may not be able to blend everything, uh, don't forget to use like the pulse on the machine uh, rather than just flip the blender on because the pulsing will allow the heavier stuff to settle in between times that you are blending. 
right? And it gives the food time to kind of mix itself up. Uh, if you want to get this um, this soup extra velvety, uh, you can always take the mixture out and you can push it through like a sieve or um, one of those very fine screens and kind of press it through with like a plastic spatula like you might have seen on, the, on some cooking shows uh, to get the lumps out. But if you want to leave a little bit of that um, like chunk to it, even though it is supposed to be velvety and, you know, call it just harvest soup, um, that works too because it'll definitely give it a rustic quality. Um, and you can even just name it kind of smooth uh, harvest soup if you want to do that. Um, but once you have everything smooth enough where you think you can consistently call it a soup um, and you still have things in the blender or in a bowl after straining, um, you may just want to add a little cream here. Uh, if you're watching your calories, you know, you, it doesn't have to be cream. It could be some other kind of um, like a, like a 2% milk, something like that. Um, for me, I like using an almond milk here because not only uh, do I not pick up all the calories and all the fat from the cream, but also it kind of gives it a slightly nutty quality. And again, you're not overpowering these vegetables, right? You're just bringing enough into it uh, to make this a little bit smoother, um, a little bit more liquefied, but you don't want it to be so thin um, that it's like water. So you just want to uh, just take a little bit and you also want to take a little bit of like maybe vegetable stock um, to kind of give it that depth of flavor. Uh, and you can take uh, maybe a little bit of butter, too, just to kind of really uh, smooth things out. I know uh, a lot of people say, you know, everything's better with butter. Uh, in this case, uh, you can use a little bit of it and it will definitely help it out. Um, if you do use the stock, um, just remember, too, uh, that you don't want to add too much salt after that because your stock may already be pre-salted. So make sure you taste it first before you throw a pinch of salt in um, later on. So, um, again, uh, you know, if you're looking for, you know, the consistency of maybe what it should be, right, if you've had like some kind of uh, butternut squash soup out at, you know, different places that offer it, um, or if you've ever had like a bisque type thing, like a lobster bisque, uh, like up in like the New England area, um, you're looking for something like that that kind of has that like orangey look and it looks familiar, um, but it also kind of looks a little bit mellowed um, because of the or muted because of the uh, the cream or the almond milk that you added in. Uh, and now, you know, before you serve, right, you're going to want to make sure that you season this again. So, you know, you can go ahead and add that pinch of salt and uh, pepper if you want. Um, you know, keep in mind now the amount of stock that you used again so you don't oversalt it. Make sure you've tasted it first. And again, um, you're going to hear me say this from time to time, but... You know, black pepper works in this soup because it kind of gives it a nice look. You want it to be more monochrome or you want to use a white pepper. Um, that works too. I'll leave that up to you. Uh, you're also going to want to add a little bit of the fall spices, right, for this. Because again, right, you're making it because it's an autumn soup. Uh, I would just add a dash. And when I mean a dash, like a very small dash of uh, cinnamon here, right? You're you're not trying to make like a cappuccino or something like that, right? Um, or a cinnamon roll. You are trying to make a, um, a harvest soup, right? You're also going to add um, a pinch of nutmeg too. Um, you know, very, um, you know, slight on these spices, right? And you can always... You can always add more. You can't take it out of there. Uh, the nutmeg, you know, I know they tell you, you know, go get a fresh nutmeg and get out your uh, your rasp or your um, 
you know, your, your shaver, that type of thing, and uh, do that. And if you have all that, terrific. If you're going to go down and go pick up the 99-cent little jar of nutmeg because this is the only time you're going to use it, I respect that too. So just use a just a tiny pinch of the nutmeg. And then um, of all the spices I'm going to talk about here, the one you want to use least of all, um, but you want to just add a touch of it, just a whisper of it, is clove. Um and, you know, you're going to use the ground clove here. You're not going to use, um, you know, the whole cloves that maybe you would see in like uh, like an apple cider if it was like in a punch bowl or uh, some people like to put it on like a spiced ham uh, if they're roasting it. But you are using, again, just a whisper of the clove because um, it can certainly be um, overpowering. And it's better that you under season um, things uh, in this particular case and you can let your guests um, you know, season it how they want to. Um, if they want to add a little more cinnamon, if they want to add a little more nutmeg, I would definitely not leave the clove out for them. If you under seasoned with clove, that is totally fine, but don't leave the clove out for them because for sure they're going to just grab a pinch, they're going to throw it in, and it's going to over the power the whole thing. Um, and it's going to bury the soup under all, you know, that flavor. All right. So, um, again, you know, just, you know, better to under season than over season with these spices. Um, but then you can make it available as suggested. Now, even though we've made this soup, um, you know, velvety, right? And the soup, right, is really the main thing uh, we're talking about. It never hurts to add a few toppings here. So I like to garnish my soup um, with a few pumpkin seeds sprinkled on top because it says, hey, if you can't figure out I'm already a harvest soup, look at me, I've got pumpkin seeds on top. But you're not using the ones that you scooped out before. Um, you're just going to get like a few like ones that are already out of the shell. They don't need to be salted or anything. And it will kind of break up the color too because they're going to be like a like a darker green, um, the color of the the shelled pumpkin seeds. So you're going to be able to have that on top of the soup, and also it's going to add a little bit of texture. Um, even if you want to like roast a carrot ahead of time, um, you can always do like a quick shaving of this um, or like a quick julienne of the. Uh, of the carrot um, and you can put it on as a garnishment as well um, yes an orange carrot is going to kind of give it that monochrome feel like an orange on orange if that's what you're uh, going for you can do that um, if you've ever seen rainbow carrots and you may find those at like a farmer's market sometimes you find them in the regular market too but they come in like shades of like purple and yellow and all that so if you go want to go ahead and want to try one of those out roast it up again so it's soft and just kind of take like a quick chop uh, that sprinkle on top that works too. Um, you might want to even consider uh, throwing some croutons on here. Uh, so you can use the store-bought ones or if you have some uh, bread that you're looking to use up and you can go ahead and uh, you know bake off some croutons. Um, and then finally, um, I know some people like to do this in a bread bowl. Uh, so if you have uh, a local bakery, if you have a supermarket that has a bakery section, and ask them for like a sourdough loaf, right? One of those round loaves. You can kind of cut the middle out, um, put your soup mix in there, and then you can always put the little piece that you cut out on the top. Uh, it would really be a showstopper. Uh, that might be something nice and hearty uh, for you if you're going out on a colder day. Like I said, either pumpkin picking or, um, you know, you're going to be traveling. Uh, so those are definitely different ways you could do that. Um, but again, if you're looking to just save some calories because you also know that you're lining yourself up for Thanksgiving, Christmas, uh, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, uh, Festivus and whatever other holidays you may be getting ready to celebrate and eat, um, you for sure you could just do the soup with like a little bit of uh, pumpkin seed on top. 
So uh, with that, I hope you've enjoyed this easy um, and uh, seasonal recipe. Uh, And this has been Velvety Harvest Soup. I hope you've enjoyed this recipe and uh, feel that you've really brought uh, autumn to your kitchen with it um, and also to your stomach. And in the words of my dad, God bless America. Let's eat. As always, thank you for your time today uh, and for listening to Ski Cap Hoodie and Shorts. Uh, Remember, um, I'd love to hear your feedback on this recipe or any of the other uh, podcasts you may have listened to or ideas that you have. So uh, feel free to um, jump out to my website, which is www.skicaphoodieandshorts.com. You can email me at skicaphoodieandshorts at gmail.com. If you want to DM me on my main Twitter, it is at our tech coach. And if you want to see some of the uh, great projects that I collaborate on uh, with great people from around the world, feel free to go to my main website of www.ourtechcoach.com. Uh, Please remember, as always, to be good to yourself and be yourself.